Hi everyone, this is Caroline Johnston and Phil Wilson. And you are listening to Sweet Tooth and Meat Tooth, and this is our latest podcast. It's been a while, so welcome back, everyone. Uh, Phil and I right now are sitting in Phoenix in the desert. So if you're listening to birds chirping and Havelina's doing their thing, that's why you can hear it. So. Or weirdly, a donkey. Yes, or a donkey. You may. <laughs> There's going to be a donkey. Not just me. Oh, oh, you cut me <laughs> off before I could say it. That's not fair. <laughs> like, I was just, you just set me up for that. So, I yes, know. there's donkeys other than Phil in this podcast. You yeah. may hear them. Mm. So, we're sitting here. It's about plus 28, uh, looking out at the desert, listening to donkeys, deciding what we're going to eat tonight. And we're going to head out to Scottsdale for what I, I have found the best deep dish pizza in the entire world. And Phil and I got to talking this whole trip here actually. Uh, I started lamenting about how Edmonton does not have any deep dish pizza properly done. Like it has deep dish pizza but not how it's supposed to be. Yeah there's a, there's a couple places that call themselves Chicago and one that says Chicago deep dish is in fact is the name of it. Um, I don't know why they call themselves that because it's not Chicago deep dish pizza what they make. It's just a thick crust pizza. Yeah. So, so you're the pizza guy. Phil's doing uh, the uh, Yig Food Odyssey Pizza Edition. He did the burgers last year. So everyone's been reading his pizza edition. So Mr. Pizza Expert, can you fill us in on traditional uh, deep dish pizza and what it's supposed to be? Well, for the most part, I mean, deep dish pizza doesn't necessarily mean a humongously thick crust. Yes, and I think amen. that's the misconception. You know, it can be fairly thick, but it's not like it's two inches deep of crust and then a little bit of toppings. It's, uh, it's usually kind of a crispy butter crust um, and it takes forever. This is how you know it's not a Chicago deep dish pizza because when you order a Chicago deep dish pizza in Chicago it takes half an hour 45 minutes to get it because it takes forever to cook. Yeah. Um, here you can get it in 10 minutes. That makes no sense. No that's that's just so, wrong. And then it's built kind of upside down. They, put, they layer the bottom of the dough with cheese and then they put toppings and then they top it with sauce. So when I the ones I've had in Edmonton anyways that I'm aware of, they never do that. It just looks like a regular pizza. Okay, so the one tonight we're going for okay, so I'm gonna lower your expectations then. Uh oh. The, no, it is it is traditional it has the butter crust because I wrote about it. We're going to Oregano's Pizza here in in uh, Phoenix in Scottsdale. And I was really surprised because it's a chain. They got about six of them, but it's a family run business. They're only here. And so it has the butter crust, but it is built like a traditional pizza. Because uh, it has, and they have a pound of cheese on top, and it takes forty-five minutes to cook. But it's not thick crust, so that's yeah. That might piss not... off somebody in Chicago. I mean, I'm I'm never really a stickler. You know, if you call something uh, and you market it as traditional and one hundred percent authentic, then I think you should be traditional and authentic. But if you're just saying it's a Chicago style pizza, whatever. I mean, I I don't really get too worked up about the semantics of everything. But I'm more worried is the taste good. Mm -hmm. um, but the ones at home don't taste anything like the ones I had in Chicago so it's just such a big difference well and that butter crust is crack that was the first time I'd ever eaten it because everyone if you read my website you know I don't like pizza like it pizza is not my food apparently I haven't had proper pizza so there's no because I ate this and I'm like oh this is what pizza is supposed to taste like this is why people mm -hmm. are addicted to deep dish and want it all the time we've had it twice and this is our third time in about four weeks that we're going back for pizza because it's amazing yeah, and I'm a little bit surprised I'm so looking forward to having pizza tonight know, after all the pizza that I've been eating for the last couple of months. 
so but, uh, you know when you get a good recommendation for one you can still get excited about it yeah i hope i don't let you down with the recommendations Me too. so Record make sure one. to uh for all the edmonton pizzas so and he's not just doing deep dish head to his site uh, baconhound.com and you guys can uh read all the stuff that phil's been doing on the the really good pizzas in edmonton so um but anyways, this, this podcast now is going to be about what Edmonton needs because we got on that rant about why yeah. we have no deep dish pizza and then it just took off. And it I said, oh my God, shut up. We're going to make this into a podcast. Yeah, absolutely. Well, so. I mean, it, it doesn't take much. Sometimes a little comment like that gets us talking about, okay, well, yeah, we don't have any deep dish pizza, real deep dish pizza no. at home. What else don't we have? Like there's other things that you go on holidays and you have these things that are so amazing and you think to yourself, yeah, we don't have anything like that at home. Why not? Yeah. a million people in Edmonton-ish, the surrounding area. <laughs> um, there's no reason why there's something that is really huge somewhere else, and, but doesn't exist in Edmonton, really. Yeah. Or at least a good version of it. So, yeah, there's Deep Dish. And then uh, my other obsession down here was really good ramen. Yeah. I see. And... I'm not like, a, oh my God, I got to have ramen. I'm going to drive across town for ramen kind of guy. I like it. I, I always enjoy it. Yeah. But I, it's, I don't think it's something I would obsess over. Maybe that's because I haven't had a whole bunch of really good ramen. But here's the thing people do. So those ramen pop-ups that were happening when I was gone. So I've been gone for those, the ramen pop-ups. Or maybe I was there for one, but I missed it. There, People do obsess about ramen. And like you said, with almost a million people in Edmonton and surrounding areas, there is... Um, there is that niche for ramen, or at least, um, like I was saying, speaking of Scottsdale again, um, there's that place that every Tuesday night it turns into like a ramen bar, I think they call it, and you go and you build your own ramen one night a week. So it, it doesn't take much for a restaurant, and they're not a ramen bar at all. I think they're they're even closer to fine dining. Hmm. So to go from fine dining in Scottsdale, I think is what they're I can't remember what they're called, and just say yeah, Tuesday night, slow night, right? slow night we're gonna we're gonna ramen it up from 6 to 12 come and visit us and it's been going on for years successfully apparently well and it surprises so. me too because we have a, a fairly significant asian community in edmonton and there's a lot of chinese restaurants but the chinese restaurants we have tend to be a lot of these low-end deep fry everything kind of garbage restaurants that the i hate fake sweet I and sour stand. pork with and the there's red some sauce. good ones of those but there's so many and every time i drive by these places they're always empty and i think what well, how are these places still in business yeah. every strip mall has got a chinese restaurant in it that doesn't seem to be busy i don't understand how they're all still in business but i mean i, I when we were in austin i was talking to my wife robin about it i said you know what i would trade 50 of our kind of low-end oh, generic yeah. boring deep fried chinese restaurants for one really good barbecue place from austin Go. Oh. Hell, one average barbecue <laughs> place from Austin I would take. That's right. <laughs> Any day. So, yeah, there's there's the other thing. And, well, okay, so maybe we're opening up a can of worms here. But really good barbecue in Edmonton. And I know that there's new places who have opened up with barbecue. And it's it's, you know what, it's good food. But then there's people who travel a lot, like you guys, and you go for barbecue. You know, you have Austin, a barbecue destination, so you kind of know barbecue. And then I think Edmonton needs really good, real barbecue. Like, Yeah, you know, you don't want to... That's a tough subject because I yes. don't want to sound like this pompous ass who talks about, oh my God, you don't know what real barbecue is and all this kind of stuff. Too late. I mean, there's a lot of different styles of barbecue. <laughs> but when I talk, when I think barbecue, I think, I'm thinking immediately Texas-style barbecue, thick, 
crusty rub on it, that bark on the outside on, of a juicy brisket. There's just, I haven't had any in Edmonton that comes close to that yet. Yeah. You know, there's some places that are doing it better than, you know, three years ago or four years ago. There was nowhere that I, I wouldn't even consider going to a barbecue place in Edmonton because there just wasn't anything good. You know, there's, there's some places that serve good food now, but not what I would consider in my mind to be fantastic barbecue. Yeah, no, that's fair. That's, you know, fair enough. So what else can we think of? We well, were tossing around stuff. All these pop-ups that you were talking about, like we, we went last night in, into Phoenix and we went to a pub and they did a special one night of the week. Every Tuesday they do this uh, TV dinner, they call it. So they make a like a cool TV dinner uh, out of good, <laughs> good food, obviously. not Angel, Angel's Trumpet Ale House. Yes. That's what it was, yes. Always get that name wrong. Angel, not Strumpet. Angel's yeah, not the angel's trumpet. trumpet. Yeah. Angel's trumpet. <laughs> so anyways, I'd heard about that a year ago. I've been waiting a year to go to these TV dinners. And mm. they've been doing it for about two years. And it is packed every Tuesday. So again, not the most popular night of the week. Yeah. You know, you pick a Monday or Sunday, Tuesday. They're not the busiest. And they have packed their place to the, the rafters. Like, we had to wait to, uh, to go there. And it was eight bucks. And the streets around there weren't... <laughs> busy like it's not like it was a happening area and there's just people everywhere there was well, people in that place i would say it would be like edmonton downtown edmonton uh because it was downtown phoenix and yeah. it's the same as edmonton everyone goes out to the suburbs or goes a little bit further out of town and home and the For restaurants sure. aren't that busy but this place there are people outside waiting to get in on a tuesday and that, i don't even think that happens in edmonton no on a tuesday so you can picture a quiet downtown, plenty of parking. Mike found parking, no problem. Mm -hmm. You know, lots of closed stuff, but yeah, they're just brimming to the rafters. Yeah, and for eight bucks, you got a, what I think for eight dollars is a fantastic deal and pretty good food. And it was interesting. It's kind of a, it's got a cool factor going for it. Yeah. That makes you want to go on a Tuesday night to have it. So that kind of brings me to one of the things that I think is missing at Edmonton is, you know, some fun and cool kind of events, food driven events. That are accessible to people who don't have a hundred dollars a plate to spend you know we yeah. do pop-ups we do theme dinners and that kind of stuff in edmonton but they're all high-end oh like, yeah to the Usually point that so. i can't afford to go to well these. i'm not going to them i'm not spending that i'd rather have an eight dollar tv dinner maybe that's <laughs> maybe that's lowbrow oh god we had fun last part night. of the fun is to talk about wow that was such a good deal and we went yeah. and we we had beer and everything else and they still made money on it but it's probably traditionally a night tuesday night downtown they probably weren't ever busy yeah you know what let's do this we're gonna have some fun it's gonna be fun for the people doing it it's gonna be fun for people to come to and yeah. they sell some beer they make some money and, and it's an event uh, whereas there was probably nothing going on on that night before well and they're and they're not high-end so speaking of high-end though remember i said that place in scottsdale is fine dining yeah. and then they have a ramen night yeah. i would love to see places in edmonton doing that like there are more nights and yes phoenix is big but, um, you know, there are more sort of those fun nights um, in this area that we could pick from when you guys are visiting to go out and have food. And I can't think of any in Edmonton. Like, is there any place right now doing just one night a week something fun and different? I, and off the top of my head, I can't think of any. You know, uh, Next Act Pub used to do, they call it family dinner. And it was okay. once a month on Sundays, and it would be like a full dinner. Like they did a turkey dinner one oh, time, nice. and it came with dessert. And I think the owners' moms made the dessert, and it was all homemade good stuff, right? And mm -hmm. it was, I think, I want to say it was fifteen dollars, and included your dessert and everything. And I think it, this is, nice. and it was packed. Yeah. And it was so, it was kind of fun. It was interesting to go, and we we packed up uh, some family one night, and we all went down there and had it. 
we had a ball. So, I mean, I kind of wish there was more stuff like that in that $15 to $20 range because all these events, they're so expensive and I can't, you know, it's great if you've got the money to do it, but spending, you know, $50 to $100 per person or more, some of these things I've seen up to 200 bucks, I mean, that's great for a special event, but I don't do that very often. I don't have the kind of money to do that on a regular basis. Well, and maybe, okay, so here's the thing. We, maybe we're a little bit jaded, and maybe we've had too much fun di fine dining, but that's not the food I'm looking for much anymore. Yeah. I, I don't need to go for fancy little food bits. Like I said, at $8, we had brisket mac and cheese with uh, green chilies and the biscuit, and then a chocolate mousse Kit Kat thing, uh, and just corn. And a, and a white bean salad. Yeah. And that was so down home, delicious and homey. I don't want to go out. I don't need to have scallops all the time and, you know, foie gras and these really expensive meals. Where's the affordable, you know, tickets for, like, com comfort food is good. Comfort food's okay. Where's, like, the make something. It doesn't have to be fancy to taste good. And I think that's, I'm. That's exactly what I'm saying. I'm fine dining doubt. <laughs> I, I like fine dining. I enjoy it. But it's not something I want twice a week, right? That yes. is a special occasion thing. You know, if you're putting little dots of stuff all over the plate, that's great for a special occasion. But yeah. most of the time, it's not a special occasion every How day. How many me. anniversaries do people really have a year? Like yeah. if, you know, really when you think about it, there's the birthdays, there's, you know, other stuff. And like I said, you know, if that fine dining restaurant just goes totally casual ramen, I, God, I'd love to see some of the restaurants in Edmonton do that. Like, mm -hmm. sure, you're fine dining, you know, six or five days a week. Why not have something fun? Like, yeah. why not have a brisket mac and cheese night? Oh, my God. Like, people would love it. You'd be the talk of the town. So hopefully some restaurants are, are <laughs> listing. But, you know, it, it you know it's, it's, it's great and it's fun. And I'm not complaining about it. But when you, you know, you and I travel a lot to many different places. And it's like, oh, this is easy. And... Mm -hmm you know, fun and puts you on the map and Edmonton's done some innovative things like, you know, the egg food calendar and stuff. And mm -hmm. the other thing too is, okay, winter sucks. <laughs> no, people need entertainment. You know, as I say this, as I'm in Phoenix for three months this winter, yeah, winter blows. <laughs> but you know, when you're home, um, we will go somewhere when it's miserable. Like, could you imagine if someone had a pop-up on a yeah. Tuesday night, some good old, you know, brisket mac and cheese like we had, would you not go? Even if it, you know, maybe South End or something took you 25 minutes and yeah. what a nice thing to do in the middle of flipping winter because yeah, there's nothing else to do to but freeze out. your tush off in Edmonton. I'm always looking for a reason to leave the house when it's minus 20 and it's snowing <laughs> and just regular everyday stuff I can have any other day is not going to get me out of the house because yeah. I don't, I hate the snow, I hate the cold. So if you want me to come out of my house in yeah. that kind of well, condition yeah. then uh you know it, it should be something that i'm interested to go to like really interested yeah I like don't the tv miss. dinner thing like i told you about it yesterday and you could not stop looking at it <laughs> yeah you well, were looking we at, at the, the pictures, pictures all awesome. day before we went but like what if uh you know what if you had something some you're on twitter one day and you see this tweet oh hardware grill friday you know 10 30 at night we're gonna we're gonna do burgers nice come down and have yeah. ten dollar burgers and and everyone that never been to Hardware Grill because it's kind of on the higher end of the price yep. scale and snazzy, yep. they're gonna go there and go, wow, I get to go to this cool restaurant. And they're gonna do something interesting, mm -hmm. right? You know, that's a that's Rainbow's a good got example. A wood, wood burning uh, oven that they cook a lot of stuff. You know, hey, maybe once a week or or every now and again, maybe they maybe they do a pizza night there, and they go, you know what, we're gonna we're gonna dumb it down a little bit. We're gonna do pizzas yeah. at Rainbow tonight. You know, something cool. Yeah, I, I'd love to see those kind of things, but. 
Yeah, for all the people who don't really go all the time to fine dining. You yeah. know, like we love those restaurants, but those are your fine dining occasion. Yeah, I mean, we're, we're sitting here talking about things that Edmonton doesn't have, and, and right now kind of focusing on events that you know, we don't do or, or maybe you would like to see. You know, along the same line of the comfort food, though, just comfort food restaurants that are a little bit more reasonable price-wise, for yes. me, is a market that's underserved here. Because, again, everybody wants to do fine dining, it seems like. Um, but I don't, <laughs> Every I new you know, restaurant in Edmonton is fine dining When you lately. find a diner or a comfort food kind of greasy spoon place, they're they're always busy. Yeah. And well, not necessarily doing the greatest food. Like we, a great breakfast place. Where's a great breakfast place in Edmonton? There's a few uh, places that do some items that are good. Um, but there's not that one amazing... I, I don't know about you. I have a hard time when people always ask me, where should I go for brunch in Edmonton? Where do I go? Well, you're listening to me um and awe, and I'm trying to think of where... We I can give you four or five places in Calgary right now house? without thinking about it. <laughs> Maybe that's why I'm always making big brunches at home. Yeah, me too. So that's our uh, thing on Sunday now. We, you know, we, used, we used to love going out for breakfast, but hmm. it tends to be kind of underwhelming for me. So yeah, I would love to see someone in Oliver or downtown area somewhere kind of central open up a, a really good breakfast place. Well, the ones here too, like the Matt's Big Breakfast and Over Easy, they're only open till 2. Yeah. Like they are breakfast and brunch. And I think that's their appeal and maybe why they're packed. You got to go and you got to get in there and you got to eat and then they're closed at two and you're done. Yeah. And they don't seem to be suffering any, well, you know. Well, it work. But so, mind you, the market here is not exactly the same, right? You know, the labor is a lot cheaper here than it is at home. Probably it is. rent is a lot cheaper. Well, that's why the, food, the food's cheaper too. I don't know, so, Matt's I mean, is downtown. So I don't know how expensive it is mm -hmm. in downtown Phoenix. But yeah, you know, like the food's cheaper too. We pay more at home. That's that's another podcast for another time. Yeah. So, but even even with that comfort food, um, we're talking about we're missing as we went to the pub last night. Nice big huge pub with the eight dollar you know uh, TV dinner. There's I can't think of a pub I like to hang out in in Edmonton hmm. that has really good comforty food like that or interesting stuff. And okay, so let me clarify that and isn't on White Ave filled with White Ave people. Yeah. That, that sounds horrible, white app people. You know what I mean? That's not my crowd. I'm in my late 30s, right? So that's yeah. just not my thing for any of the big pubs. Well, every time I go Ave. to White Ave, uh, you know, especially the later on in the evening it is, it's just people that are down there to cause trouble for the most part. It's not my kind of crowd. Mm, yes. You know, it's people doing just inane, stupid things on the street, puking all over themselves. I got to step over all this. <laughs> uh, or they're down there to start fights and yeah. do something really dumb. It's not well, a pleasant atmosphere for me down there. Well, and the reputation the is earned and it's even worse when you're actually down there. So if yeah, you think like I it's just, worse, it's it's not exaggerated in the media or anything. You go down there and you're like, oh my God, really? Yeah. So it's not... Uh, and I had high hopes for that provincial pub. And I, that's the one I had checked out. So I have high hopes for that one because that's my end of town too. Mm. And it was huge. It had, you know, like I don't mind the sports crowd and like the bar last night. There were people after work. There were seniors, of course, because we're in Phoenix. There was <laughs> us. There were 20. The It was the huge mixture mm -hmm. of people, you know, hipsters to, to everyone was there for the, the TV dinner. So we don't have that at all. Yeah. And there was those guys playing that game, that cornhole game on the deck. <laughs> I mean, it's just... 
there's not a lot of bean toss. Yeah, well, <laughs> that's what it's called. Though. It's called cornhole. Oh God, yes. But for <laughs> people who don't know that, because I looked at you like you were crazy. I know. That's why I said it like twelve times because I know you were really uncomfortable <laughs> with the term. So as you were screaming it, as yeah. we were out in the look at those people playing cornhole, and we're all <laughs> hiding behind our TV dinner plates. Really? So, but yeah. I, so I have high hopes for the provincial pub because you know, like when I went, I liked their stuff except for their dessert. So I have high hopes for that one to start doing. I just wanted to, I just want a 30 something year old pub hangout. Is that too much to ask in be. Edmonton? Yeah, there's a couple places around White Ave that kind of, you know, they're they almost hit the mark and there's some that I, you know, I I used to hang out down there a little bit more, sort of off White Ave. Uh, I haven't really lately. I, it, the the area is not my favorite in the evening, though. No. It just isn't. Oh no, no. You know, I love it during the day. It's great. And yes. On the weekends, it's nice. But uh, when the sun goes down, it, it turns into the area that I kind of want to stay away from. So, um, you know, I live in Oliver, so I mean, I would love for there to be a nice family-run kind of, you know, smaller independent pub kind of thing that I can go hang out with that doesn't have music blaring and mm-hmm. making conversation unable to happen. You know, my favorite my favorite place right now is a, it's a chain, but it's Beer Revolution. It's close enough for me to walk, and they've got a good selection of beer. The food's okay. Yeah. You know, some of the stuff's pretty good. Some of the stuff's kind of average. That's every menu pretty much does that, right? Mm-hmm. But uh, you know, it's you can have a conversation in there without having to yell across the table, and it's kind of comfortable. So, you know, it, it's still missing for me that neighborhood pub kind of feel where you know the the waiter or waitress has worked there for ten years, kind of thing. Yeah. And it's almost like a family. And yeah, there's not a lot of those that I'm aware of anyway. The, you know, certain neighborhoods do have them, but they're way out in the outskirts. Well, it's not, and it's not your neighborhood either, it's not my maybe, neighborhood, right? Like, sure. it's not your neighborhood hangout. So, yeah, I don't know, there's just that, there's just that feel to it. Like, when you, you know, like this one, like, I, I told you Tom Brady, when the Super Bowl was here, he went to this pub. And it's, uh, so it manages to be, like, famous, but homey and welcoming. So, I don't, I don't know, there's that... There's just something about it where it's hip and happening, but God, like we loved it. But the TV dinners, yeah. uh, it's like they they don't they're not over pompous. Yeah. You know, it's like yeah, we're gonna slap down eight dollar TV dinners in front of Tom Brady, basically, right? Well, and you want homey. Uh, I mean, we ordered the the six flights of beer, the oh, tasters, awesome. and they're served in a, a muffin tin. Wow! Every party that I throw homey. from now cool. on, <laughs> we're doing flights of beer in muffin tins. Yeah. But yeah, it's oh, just. I thought it was cool. It's a neat little place. I could totally see hanging out there for a few hours too, without. Oh my like god! And the poutine. We could. We yeah. So just a side note: the poutine there was amazing too. Yeah, that's. You that's just can't beat real for... good beefy gravy. Oh, that was good. I, I think we, we should. Do, we'll include that place in another podcast. So we've rambled on for our twenty minutes. So, what Edmonton needs? The, this one: proper deep dish pizza with buttery crust. It's got to have that butter crust, which is like crack. Really good ramen. Really authentic barbecue. We're getting close. I mean, we acknowledge it's it. It's getting like, better for like sure. Like they're working on it, and we're yeah. you know we're Canadians, so they can only you know people are going and visiting and learning, and that's fantastic. And we're getting there. Uh, and a, a homey pub with amazing food. Yeah. yeah, I think I think kind of good homemade comfort food is is my biggest thing, at a price that's reasonable. Yeah, that whole price. You know, thing. The market of fifteen dollars and less kind of dinner. Yeah. is not that big in Edmonton. And the ones, they tend to be a lot of chains in there, right? Oh, so yeah. The places yeah. that do really good homemade, home-style comfort food that's that's worth having, it seems to be food trucks that are doing most of it now. Oh, yeah, that's right, yeah. 
But unfortunately, in Edmonton, food truck season isn't exactly a 12-month-a-year What are we at, two weeks a year? (laughs) That's about it. You know, when it's not snowing or or we're full of mosquitoes. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So if anyone wants to weigh in uh, on this, your thoughts, uh, you know, what we've said, if you think you know somewhere that has fantastic ramen, or if you have that neighborhood pub with that, you know, that feel... I, I think we we've looked for deep dish pizza, but if you you know if you found it with buttery crust, you know drop us a line, let us know, drop us a tweet, uh, or if you have anything else you think Edmonton needs. Yeah, tell us know. what you think we don't have here that you'd like to see. Yeah, and then Phil and I can yammer about that another week. So I think that's it for this week. We'll talk to you guys soon. Yeah.